You're listening to our research podcast about pirates. Uh, oh, I mean, vast scallywags and salty dogs. We delve back into the mist. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, the sun be rising now. We talked about the first episode we did about pirates, just kind of like the life of a pirate, right? And that was pretty chill. It's like an intro. Yeah, intro. Then the yeah. second one was... Uh, pirate's Code. The Pirate's Code. Or the kind of like the, the code that the pirates lived by, in a way. Where like, they had... They're more like a side of, set of guidelines and rules, anyway. Yeah. That shit was interesting. Uh, what do you know? You don't know too much about pirates, except what I've been uh, kind of telling you. You know what? I, uh, I was on Hulu... Uh, and I put on Black Sails. Oh, that movie, sh- that show's badass. Is it really? Okay, so I only saw the intro. First episode, like, the first eight minutes. Yeah. And it was it was cool because it was like a pirate taking over another crew. And it starts with the with the, the non-pirate ship. And they're like, oh, shit, one, one dude's hiding out. It's like, oh, I'm going to fucking whatever. They start attacking. And then one dude's like, yo, what's up? I'm a good cook. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh shit, that's what we talked about. So I was like, oh, I kind of understood a lot of it. Yeah. But, so, uh, Black Cells is badass because it's based on uh, the Treasure Island story, but it's a prequel. Oh. Long John Silver is like the pirate that's in Treasure Island. Oh, okay. I don't know if you ever read Treasure Island. I know, I've heard of the name, but I've never seen it. I read it. Isn't there a Disney one? I think there's a Disney. I heard it was version. good. It's no, pretty good, but it came out in like the 50s or 60s or some shit. Uh, so Treasure Island, there's a character named Long John Silver, and he plays the cook, and then, but he's also like an ex-pirate, so he leads a mutiny to get to the Treasure Island, because he knows that's where like his previous captain had hoarded all his gold, and he's like, we gotta get the gold, we gotta go back and get the gold, and, our, and he has a, pirate, a parrot on his shoulder. Oh, hell yeah. Like, Don't do that. Is there, Don't parrot, do that. Is there parrots in the show? Not really, no. But Black Sails is pretty legit. It's a, a they use a lot of real life pirates that probably if once if you w- start watching Black Sails, you'll start hearing about the pirates that we're going to talk about. So is it a up. good show? I just wanted to. I didn't. I was like, I don't know if I should get into this. I There's mean, a lot of like nudity and sex and so violence. So is it like uh, Game of Thrones? I don't. I haven't even seen Game of Thrones, but it kind of is. But with but pirates. Isn't, but pirates, yeah. But it's it's better. It's more entertaining because I like pirates. Anyway, but anyway, this is, uh, let's get started. All right. We're going to read this big giant thing that I wrote. Hit me. Arrgh. Okay, we're talking about Captain Henry Avery, the king of the pirates. What? So this dude... Calling hail Captain Henry. Captain Avery was a mythical legend amongst all pirates and sea dogs, and his exploits and successes were told in every tavern, on every ship, and stories long thereafter. He was the most successful pirate of his time, and his reign of terror slightly predates the time frame of the Golden Age of Piracy. So the Golden Age of Piracy is about 1715 to 1723. This, he, he was a pirate captain before this, and he's famous for the one big score. Which was? We're going to get into it. Oh, okay. You fucking tease. <laughs> you little um, tease. Uh, this made him a legend for all who sailed under the black flag because during his tenure as pirate captain he captured one extremely valuable prize off the coast of India 
the ever-elusive one big score, and once he gained his treasure, he supposedly disappeared from all of the history books and was never heard from again. Ooh. So he got his fucking prize. And he got and he away. Got the fuck out. Boned the oh, shit out. So the stories of his success and retirement fueled most every pirate with a great hope of possibly one day doing the same. All looking for that one big score and then returning to the islands. Hell yeah. He embodied the dream of all pirates to make the one score uh, and retire to a life of leisure and drunkenness on a faraway island, preferably with an adoring princess. And a large, endless pile of booty and loot. Fuck yeah. So imagine, like, pile of you're just like, man, I'm going to be Captain Avery one day. He's like, no, you aren't, you dumb fucking idiot. You just you go off the deck like I told you. So that's like uh, every pirate's hero? Kind of. That's why they call him the King of the Pirates. Because he's like, pirate. he captured... He'll never be like Henry. Yeah, he captured, like, he captured the one big ship. Fucking, like, disappeared. No one knew what happened to him. So everyone's like, dude, you got that shit. So he did it smart. Yeah. Like, so, mo- mo- you, fig- you figure most pirates would be like, oh, we gotta, we want more. Like they're yeah. addicted to them. So then he, uh, yeah. So we'll we'll kind of get into it because the story about how he got this ship is fucking insane right. too. So it's crazy. Um, the idea that Avery had managed to get away with that much treasure from one act of piracy helped create the so-called legend and the mythical character during the golden age of piracy, as thousands of poor and abused. European seamen tried to follow his example out of their own misery and plunder their way to fortune and glory. The fact that he supposedly refused to attack any English ships, but he did when he was a pirate. Lion ass. <laughs> yeah, that's a cut. Adds to his myth. Oh. Uh, it, came, it became part of his legend and giving him a Robin Hood twist that many seamen still loyal to the king seamen. of England and the crown. Uh, many at the time believed that he had, his, uh, he had set up his own kingdom, possibly in Madagascar, with 40 warships, an army of 1,500 men, uh, a mighty fortress, and coins bearing his face. He was a folk hero. He became known as the King of the Pirates, and all these tall tales told in tavern ships and books only fueled the legendary status that he would become the King of the Pirates. Sweet. It's almost like this He's dude... He's got two eye patches. Yeah, I don't, he doesn't even need a seaside. <laughs> So let's focus we'll a little bit backstory. Henry Avery was born in near Plymouth, England, sometime between 1653 and 1659. Contemporary accounts spell his last name E V E R Avery, not Avery. E- While some references give his first name as John, so he's either Henry Avery or John Avery. But the historians aren't sure for sure. But everyone just called him Captain Avery. Then the pirates. Captain Avery. He soon took to the sea, served on several merchant vessels, as well as ships of war when England went to war with France, and a few ships that held captive enslaved people. So he was was on all these different ships. Most seamen during his time were, the easiest job to get was being on a slave ship, because they just, slavery was just like back and forth all the time. So, but it was also one of the shittiest jobs you could ever get, being on a slave ship. So, yeah, and... Early 1694, Avery took a position as first mate aboard the privateer vessel, the Charles II, and then in an employee of the King of Spain. The mostly English crew was extremely happy with their poor treatment, and they convinced Avery to lead a mutiny. Arr, arr, let's kill this fucking captain. Arr. And which he did. So he just, pretty simple. He's like, hey, we gotta kill the captain. You in? Like, yeah. Aye. Aye, mate. The Aye. captain must go overboard. Aye. Get his booty. 
first we get this booty, then we throw him overboard. Get the booty. Let's protect him. We are shoot pushed in, mate. Pushed in, Um. So, the man renamed the ship the Fancy and quickly turned to piracy, attacking English and Dutch merchantmen off the coast of Africa. About this time, he released a statement declaring that English vessels had nothing to fear from him or his crew as long as he would only attack foreigners, which clearly wasn't true. He probably did this in the hope of gaining a letter of mark to be seen as a privateer and not be called a pirate. But let's not get caught up in all of Avery's whole career as a pirate, but the one big score that cemented him as a legend amongst all that sailed under the black flag. Sorry. <laughs> you're just like, well, Kent, you're enthralled by the story. I want to just know what the big score is, but you just keep fucking... I'm just like, keep alluding to this yeah. big giant score. It's like the Shyamalan twist. You bastard. Is he going to kill his family then himself? No. <laughs> it does get a little misty here, though. Um, in... Uh, 1695, Avery set sail for the volcanic island of Pirim to wait for an Indian fleet that would be passing soon. The fleet was easily the richest prize in all of Asia, perhaps in the entire world, and any pirate who managed to capture it would have been perpetrators of the world's most profitable pirate raid. In August 1695, the fancy reached the Straits of Baba Memdeb. I'm just going butcher some of these words, by the way. Where every joined forces five other pirate captains. Captain Two, already well known as a fearsome and deadly pirate captain, on his man of war ship, the Amity, with a crew of about 60 men. Then there is Joseph Farrell on the Portsmouth Adventure with 60 men. Richard Want on the Dolphin. What a lame name for a pirate ship. The, the Dolphin. Do- that dolphin? Yeah. That's whack, dude. And I'm like, oh, it comes the Dolphin. All we must a- surrender. All aboard the Dolphin. Come on, crew! Get aboard the dolphin! We're gonna go set sails for the pirate land! Yeah! Wait, is he recruiting fools right now? No, this is... Okay, so they had a pirate summit. They all knew these ships were gonna be passing through this particular way, and they knew what was gonna be on these ships. Oh. It was like one of the... A like they're like seamen. It was literally Ocean's Eleven, where they got all these... You son of a uh, bitch, I'm in. in. Yeah. yeah, you son of a bitch, I be in. Arr, arr. <laughs> A bitch you be, says I. I'm in. <laughs> so, he teams up with all these pirate captains. The coolest dude in the, the whole group, besides Henry or Henry Avery, is uh, Captain Two, because he was already known as being a fucking badass. Like everyone Captain was like, Two. Like so, Henry Avery was actually kind of like un, like a protege of Captain Two. Because it's a funny name. Yeah. So it was like Captain Deuce, yeah, those Captain, those Captain. That's me. Yeah, Captain. Captain Dos Dos Muertes Talavera. Dos Muertes Talavera. That is me in my past. That's a pretty cool pirate name. El Capitan Dos Muertes Talavera. Okay, so they got the dude that has the dolphin, and then there's Will Mays on (laughs) the dolphin, the Pearl with sixty or with forty men, and finally Thomas Wake on the Susanna with sixty men. All of these captains are carrying privateer commissions that implicated that almost the entire eastern seaboard of North America. Avery was then elected admiral of the new six-ship pirate fleet, despite Sick. the fact that two had arguably much more experience, was widely respected amongst all who knew him, and was also once a mentor of Avery. So this was a big deal. It's like, it's like hey, Avery, I like the cut of your jib. You're going to be the admiral of this, this uh, heist. 
your swagger be cracking. Be cracking. That's what's cracking. Yes, and also the dolphin shall the also dolphin. be following you. <laughs> oh, yes. The, the most dolphin. fearsome pirate ship of all, the dolphin. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, like, Henry was like, change that name. You got a fucking dolphin. You're like, fucking cool. The yes. dolphin. I can see it from here. The dolphin. <laughs> the dolphin. Um, so being elected admiral to such an endeavor was both a great accomplishment, but also came with a great deal of pressure and responsibility. Avery has now found himself in command of over 440 men while they lay in wait for the Indian fleet. So with his fleet in, at his command, the target was a convoy of 25 Grand Mogul ships, including the enormous 1,600-ton the Gunsway, with 80 cannons, and its escort, the 600-ton Fatah Mohammed, which were both spotted passing the Straits and route to the Surat in India. So these are massive fucking warships with massive amounts of gold you in them. You the 80 cannons. Well, yeah, they're, so they were like, you know, I think we mentioned like the size of ships back in, in one of the previous episodes. These oh, are bigger, yeah, huge ass the brigantine, like the, a brig, like these are fucking huge ass ships. The hook, the hook ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so these three stories and the, shit. Three stories, the, multiple different decks. Yeah, decks. That's what. I mean. Um. So like these so are. Seamen. And these were also being protected by smaller vessels because they knew what the treasure on these bigger ships was like. Because uh, this was all going going to the king of India, like these were his private ships with his private gold. All the shit that was on this shit. So that's the shit that's gonna get that's, iced. And they're like, fuck it. We're gonna we, heist we got the dolphin. <laughs> We're ready to go. The dolphin. Yeah, you know nobody ever expects the dolphin. No right? one ever suspects. Suspects. Yeah, that's what I meant. The pearl. The dolphin. Yes. And oh, did we even mention well, the yeah, Susanna? So. None of these chips sound that cool. The Susanna. Yeah, dude. Nothing like the fucking dead boner, son. The dead boner or the virgins. The Virgin's Revenge. The Virgin's... Oh, is that... That's a new one. <laughs> yeah, okay, it's man. I don't the know. Thirsty the Thirsty Virgin. Thirsty Virgins. <laughs> okay, so... These are... That's like the whole fleet. Although the convoy had managed to elude the pirates before, during the night, the pirates quickly gave chase. The dolphin proved to be far too slow and lagging behind Damn. the rest of the pirates up... The, this is what happens to the dolphin. It's fucking great. The dolphin proved to be far too slow, lagging behind the rest of the pirate ships. So it was quickly burned, and the crew joined Avery aboard the Fancy. So they're like, Damn. "Fuck the dolphin! We're gonna fucking burn you! You're holding us back!" And the captain was like, "But my dolphin it floats like water on the dolphin the sea." And then they're like, "Fuck you, captain! Fuck the dolphin!" Who's the captain? Captain Want. <laughs> Mr. Slippy Nips. Dick Want. <laughs> so they, the dolphin got was too fucking slow, so they burnt it, burnt it, left it at sea. All the crew joined Avery, and they were, continued their flight. Um, Good. Dolphin's yeah. gone. The Amity and the Susanna also proved to be fo- poorly suited ships for a quick pursuit. The Amity fell behind. This was the one that was being captained by Captain Two. Uh, never regoing the giant fleet as the fear and respect of Captain Two was unceremoniously killed in battle during a skirmish with the ship, the Fateh Muhammad. But the struggling Susanna eventually did rejoin the group. So early in the chase, they're trying to get, they're trying to chase down the big ships to get the, their shit right. Captain Two encounters the Fateh Muhammad, and like in a short battle, he's he's immediately blown to shreds with by cannon fire. Fuck. 
Like he gets a cannon straight to his gut. Straight to the face. No, straight to the gut, and his guts are just literally Jesus. just spilling Ooh, overboard. Two? Yeah, Captain Two. Two, no. Yeah, the only other cool pirate captain in this whole mess. Damn, well, so once this is a cool death. Yeah, so once he's dead, Avery's like, fuck. My only other dude I can trust. I got the fucking dude from the dolphin. <laughs> I got these other clowns. What am I supposed to do now? This fucking guy from the yeah. dolphin. Shit, can't trust this fucking Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, with Captain Two dead, uh, the now five ship fleet eventually caught up with the Fateh Muhammad four or five days later. Perhaps intimidated by the fancy's 46 guns and weakened by the earlier battle with the two, the Fatu Muhammad's crew put up a little resistance and immediately surrendered. Every pirates, the every Avery pirates then sacked the ship, which had belonged to Abdul Ghaffar, uh, reportedly Surat's wealthiest merchant. While the Fatah Muhammad's treasure of some fifty thousand pieces of coin uh, was enough to buy the fancy fifty times over, once the treasure was shared amongst all the other pirates, captains, and their crew, Avery's crew received only a small share of the plunder. So the pursuit for the next and bigger prize began. So if they would have just captured the ship by themselves, it would have been like a big score. But then he uh, had to he has to share it. with the fucking clown from the Dolphin, Damn. the clown from the Susanna, and all these other fucking clowns. There's so he's no. like, all right, let's keep going. We're going after the big. We're still not even at the big, the big score yet. There's no uh, double crossing going on. It's uh, gonna happen, huh? Why, why are you trying to let like, M. Night Shyamalan twist the, the story, man? I don't know. Is there? Is it, or, <laughs> am trying, I ruining it? Are you trying to read ahead? <laughs> no, I'm just guessing. <laughs> You're trying to read ahead, aren't you? Um, Avery now sailed in pursuit of the second Mughal ship, the Gunsway, often uh, meaning the exceeding treasure, and, and eventually overtaking it after a few days after the attack of the Fateh Muhammad. With the amity without a captain, a dolphin falling behind, only the fancy of the pearl and the sportsmith adventure were present for the actual battle. Uh, the gunsway captained by one Muhammad Ibrahim was a fearsome opponent, mounting 80 guns and a musket-armed guard of 400, as well as 600 other passengers. This was a do-or-die attack. Risk it all, nothing to lose, and everything to gain. Everything hinged on this upcoming battle. With the gunsway. As the battle started, the opening volley of cannon fire evened the odds in Avery's flavor. As he luckily broadsided shot and crippled the enemy's main mast. Once you destroy the main mast to the ship, that ship is fucked. Once you take out the main mast, uh, your vessel is all but immobile and crippled. The ship is now essentially left as a sitting duck. Avery had now every advantage to plan a full attack. With the gunsway unable to escape, the fancy drew alongside to make an attempt to board. But for a moment, a volley of Indian musket fire prevented the pirates from climbing aboard. Then, as fate would have it, one of the gunsway's powerful cannons misfired and exploded, instantly killing many and demoralizing the Indian crew. So they Same. blew up their own shit. Grub. So they were like, oh man, fire that guy! Like, oh, oh fuck! And then just they just backfired. Like, backfired and blew up their whole fucking cannon arsenal in one shot so everything is going Avery's way like this battle could not be going better for him damn uh, so we were like uh, demoralizing the crew many ran below deck or fought to put out the spreading fires another stroke of luck in the pirates favor Avery's man immediately took advantage of this confusion quickly scaling the gunsway's steep sides and the crew of the Pearl initially fearful of attacking 
the gunsway, now took heart and joined Avery's crew on the Indian ship's deck. A bloody and ferocious hand-to-hand battle then ensued, lasting ding, two ding, ding, to ding, three ding. hours. Because there's like, ding, 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 ding. there's all these pirates, right? There's about 400 Swords. pirates. Yeah. yeah. And then there's probably about 600 of these Indian guards on this ship. So they're battling it out. But then they got fucked because they know they can't leave. They can't sail anywhere. Because of their boats. The boats fucked. The mass is the mass fucked. Is fucked. And once you fuck up the mass, how are you gonna get, it's going to take you forever to get away. So they basically battle into the death. Like at this point. That's pretty cool. And these pirates are just like, fuck it, we're going to take this score. We're going to get this shit. This shit is ours. Yeah. There's no stopping it. The captain of the gunsway was said to have hidden below deck, armed the female slaves, and then set them up to the top deck to fruitlessly defend him and the ship. So he's like, yeah. you guys, you ladies, you guys take care of this. I'm fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, I'm going to stay down here while you guys are fighting up there. So it's kind of a fucked up thing. Bitches protect me. <laughs> Create a human shield around me, ladies. Ladies. <laughs> ladies first. <laughs> That's fucked up. Uh, after several hours of stubborn but leaderless resistance, the ship finally surrendered. Avery had won his prize. But in his defense, Captain Abraham would later report that many of the enemy were set to hell. And indeed, Avery's outnumbered crew suffered anywhere from several to over a hundred casualties. Although the figures are uncertain, no matter how many of Avery's crew did die, after all, and said was done, Captain Avery had taken his prize and was left with the spoils no other pirate captain could ever begin to dream of. And those spoils would ultimately be the biggest treasures ever plundered by any pirate captain in history. Shit. So he did it, dude. And then two came back from the dead. (laughs) That's the Shyamalan twist. (laughs) (laughs) Captain two's like, I need me shares. Oh, me guts has been spilled out. But I'm back. I'm back from the dead, bitch. Uh, But this is where it gets dark. According to scholars, the victorious pirates then subjected their captives to an orgy of horror that lasted several days, torturing, raping, and killing their terrified prisoners deck by deck. The pirates reportedly utilized the brutalist torture to extract information from the prisoners who had hidden the treasure in the ship's holds. Some of the Muslim women apparently committed suicide to avoid violation of their virtue, and those, while those women who did not kill themselves or die from the pirates' brutality uh, were taken aboard the fancy as part of the crew's plunder. So they're just like, kidnapping these, these women. And be like, we're going to keep you around until we're uh, bored of you. Uh, this is all going on on the ship? This is going on on the ship. Because they, they captured the ship. They're in oh, charge of the so, ship. Oh, so now, now they... Oh, okay. they're, not even, they're not even battling. They're like, they're all... Everyone just, that was... Um, they got, they, they just they, took over. Now, they're, now everyone that was on the ship... Our prisoners, the slaves, yeah, yeah. So they can do whatever the fuck Damn. they want. So they're just like killing fools, torturing fools, raping the chicks, st- stealing all their shit. That's this is where the pirate part. Score. That's yeah, where the, the pirates really get into their piratey mode. Yeah, that's when things go grave. Too piratey. Yeah. Although the stories of brutality by the pirates have been dismissed by many scholars as sensationalism, they were indeed corroborated. Corrob- corroborated by the dispositions of Avery's men following their eventual capture. John Sparks testified on his last dying words and confession that the inhumane treatment and merciless tortures inflicted on the poor Indians and their women still affected his very soul. And that while apparently unremorseful for his acts of piracy, which were of lesser concern, 
he was nevertheless repentant for the horrid barbiturates he had committed during that particular act of piracy. Was that it? No, there's some more. Oh. There's a whole lot more. Where are we at? 23 minutes? Oh, shit. This is a long story. Um, another pirate testified that several of the Indian men were viciously tortured for amusement, then eventually murdered when the sport for such activities had run its course. So, <laughs> so that's fucked, dude. I don't think I'm down to be a pirate anymore. Well, I mean, like, not you, that shit. Well, you don't have to. Do, like, not all pirates did this. I know. They're just. Uh, that's why I these said not that ones. shit. Yeah. Some later accounts would tell the, how Avery himself had found something more pleasing than jewels aboard that was usually reported to be the Indian Emperor Aurangzeb's daughter or granddaughter and uh, took her as his bride. All this has never really been truly confirmed. At any rate, the survivors were left ravaged, desolate upon their now plundered and crippled ships, of which the pirates set free to continue on their voyage back to India. The loot from the Gunsway, the greatest ship in the Mughal fleet, totaled somewhere between 600,000 pieces of jewels, treasures, and gems, including 500 pieces of gold and silver. So that's a shitload, dude. That's a lot of all, all told, it is known to be, have been the richest ship ever taken by pirates. Avery's pirates now busied themselves with ta- the task of dividing their treasure. It was sometimes told that Avery skillfully used his phenomenal abilities of persuasion to convince the other captains of his fleet to leave the Mongol loot in his care, varying that all shares would be divided evenly, but then, as soon as the opportunity was shown, Clip quickly slipped away into the night with the entire hall, betraying his cohorts, and was never to be seen again. Super persuasive. <laughs> ah, come on. It's like, oh, come on, guys. You can trust me. Come on. Yeah. Come on. It's like, oh, Captain right. Avery. Oh, I, least, <laughs> I guess. At least uh, give me something so I can trust you. Oh, here's a hug. Come on. You big softy. Yeah, <laughs> no, we've been having a good time upon the, this uh, pirate attack. And I know the we set your ship, the Dolphin. What's the, what's this or, ship's name called? The one that's been taken over? Uh, the Fancy. Uh, be really fancy. All right, I'm a fancy lad. I'm a fancy boy. Okay. <laughs> really soft names so far for ships. Others say the loot was indeed divided amongst all the ships, and once the treasure was fairly dispersed, many retired from piracy to live off their treasure for as long as it would last. But what is known, or more mysteriously not known, is what Avery did next. Having more wealth than any pirate could ever imagine, it is said he sailed to Madagascar with his crew and created a pirate kingdom with his Indian princess bride where he lived as the king of the pirates until his dying day. Treasure Island. Treasure Island! Oh, Yay! I knew it, I knew it. Yeah, others <laughs> say he died penniless and disheveled in Bristol, England, a broken man having wasted his fortune on drink and women. Sick. <laughs> well, he was still, he still had a good time. Best death ever. No matter what his fate was, he is still known as the richest pirate to have ever lived. Hell yeah, dude. The one big score. He did. That's our story about he Captain... He did it. Captain Avery. Son of a bitch. Was that entertaining? He did it. Yeah, dude. Are you enthralled by the history? I'm just sad for two, man. Yeah, man. He died right away. Yeah, like right in Amigats. And that's it. So then also the funny thing is like the lamest named pirate ship, the Dolphin. The Dolphin was (laughs) whack. The Dolphin gets like, you guys are whack if you're burned down your ship. (laughs) You're holding it back. We can't help. We can't swim. 
<laughs> That's why you don't call your ship the, the dolphins. Dolphins are, dolphins are supposed to be smart and swift, son. Yeah, and fucking and did not live up to the name. Yeah, that ship deserved to be fucking burnt. I guess burned into the sea. Burned into the sea. None of those fools could swim. Yeah. It's like, oh, you guys suck. We're going to burn you down. We're going to go after this big giant ship. So they captured the ship. They fucked everything up on for everyone that was on the ship. This actually plays a big part into why England started cracking down on piracy so uh, much later. Because, because of all this shit. This was down. from the Emperor of India. Oh, okay. So they stole all his fucking shit, and he was beyond And they pissed. never found it, then, right? They never found it, no. He, just, he, get, he takes this one big score, this and was, it's like, fuck this. Is this I'm why out. they named the restaurant the Long John Silvers after this guy? No, Long John Silver is a different. Oh, thing. this was Henry, right? Captain okay, Henry who was Avery. this guy? The story of Captain Henry. Captain Henry Avery. Captain Henry Avery, that King of the great. Pirates. King of the Pirates. Don't get mixed up with Treasure Island because this Captain. is a, this is a story that was inspired that inspired inspired Treasure Island. Treasure Island. Okay, gotcha. We're gonna get a lot of we're gonna be a lot of interplaying between that right. story and other. So that's our first Captain of our Pirate Captain series. Story of Captain on his ship, the Fancy. He's the Fancy left? Alright. Research. Please. No. Pirates like 